Hello and welcome to the Most Best Podcast. I am your host, Zach Williams, and... What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, apart from that one thing that does kill you. <laughs> eventually it will. It Every- will. Everybody dies. I was to say, eventually everything will. Like, eventually yeah. everything will kill you. Yeah. It's been a fucking long day. Yes. <laughs> it really has. A warm one as well. Uh, yeah. My goal by the end of this episode is to stop sweating. Oh, yeah. I think that's achievable. I'm not sure just yet. No. It, it, I'm getting... <laughs> Pretty good mist going. <laughs> By uh, the end of this episode, it'll be winter. <laughs> We've got through so much stuff. <laughs> well, it's uh, exciting that we have till winter to discuss because yes. back with me in the most best recording studio <laughs> after nearly a year. Nearly a year, yeah. Holy ah. shit. Uh, it is everyone's favourite Sarah Bridgman. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah Bridgman. Bridgman. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one Sarah Bridgman. Yeah. How are we, Sarah? Are you okay? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. I've bought a new car, so I'm happy. Woo! Uh, woo hopefully. Fingers crossed. Although, um, I bought the car from a well-known dealer up in uh, Merthyr. Very nice. Lovely experience. Right up until, I, you know, I was. they really tried to get me to buy the warranty. To the point, he was really quite aggressively selling me, and I was aggressively going, "No, leave me alone! I don't want it." And he was like, "But you're crazy! You're going to lose money if you don't buy the warranty." And I'm like, "The warranty costs a thousand pound. No, thank you." Yeah, fuck you! Just give me the car. Yeah, I me just bought car. off you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't it enough to buy the fucking car? I was just like, "Yeah." He's like one of those guys that was like, "Well." You know, you don't have the warranty. You're going to be spending big bucks eventually. I'm like, I know. That's buying cars. That's cars for you. As I always say, <laughs> never trust a car salesman, yes. Sandra Ford. Yeah. <laughs> Sandra's ringing in right now. Sarah, quick, get the warranty. It's really important. <laughs> like, no, I'm not buying the warranty. I'm not having it. So, yeah. as you say, uh, before the, the <laughs> before the mics went hot, it's, yes. uh, you've got a boy racer car. I have. <laughs> you have. You start to live that uh, that Tokyo <laughs> drift lifestyle. <laughs> if you're like, yeah, I'm like toe to toe tall around with my uh, my Peugeot. It's uh, yeah, it's a 207. It's got red seat belts. Amazing. Red. It's got red seats <laughs> and tinted windows. So it's quite literally it's, a boy racer car. It's a boy racer car. That's it's incredible. a sport. It's like the guy who was trying to get, sell me a flipping warranty. He, was, he looked at the because they have a sale. Salesman, the salesman was lush, and then they have the guy basically taking your money, and he wasn't quite so nice. And he 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 was lovely. He's just trying to do his job at the end of the day. But he he just looked at it, and went, "You you got a sport? Are, you're buying a sport car?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." I said, "Look, the salesman said the insurance wouldn't be too bad. If the insurance is bad, I'm bringing it back." And um, it looked like like a lot of cars. And um, I kept saying, like, right, because all I care about, really, because I get through a lot of tires. Uh, I care about how that's much That's all the, the Tokyo drifting. Is. Yes. <laughs> that's all the handbrake turns yep. in the car parks. Um, <laughs> so all I care about, I need it low mileage. I need to be able to afford to replace shit on it. I, and I need to be able to afford the insurance and the tax. But I, every car is like, how much is the mileage? How much is this? How much is that? So by, by the fourth or fifth car, I was like, fuck it, I'm out. I like the look of it. I'm having it. Two things. What we're going to have you do as co-host of the Mo Host. First yes. of all, describe to the besties listening yes. the rules of Dice to Meet You. Okay, so uh, I'm totally um, <laughs> paraphrasing. You're going to throw a dice. And however many numbers are on the dice is how many words I have to use to describe myself. 
Perfect. Yay. Absolutely spot on. Now, as I say, you've already done it. So what I also want you to do is try and remember the words you used last time to describe yourself in Dice to Meet You. I should have re-listened to my podcast. I should have planned and prepped. Um, Okay. I can't remember. Um, Let's try and think. I think I ended up with only like three. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Um... I am brilliant, maybe. Was that how I described it? <laughs> it wasn't. It was warm and friendly. Warm and friendly. Warm and friendly. I've changed. I'm, I'm much better now. I'm brilliant now. <laughs> well, shall warm we roll? Shall we uh, see how it. you describe yourself this time? If it okay. lands on three again, I'm shutting the podcast down. <laughs> it's three. It's 15. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Okay, 15. Right. 15. Well, you've got a, uh, you know, you've got. <laughs> a lot to talk about. Let's just... Yeah. It's up to you whether you want to say a sentence or just rattle off the points. All right, and just to describe myself. Okay. Um, let's have a think. Uh, I am... Yeah, I'm in a good place. I'm very I happy. I am in a good, good place. place. I'm happy. I am happy. Uh, looking forward to the sweet relief of death. I was 16. Yeah. Oh, damn it. It was close. We'll <laughs> give you 16. <laughs> I'm happy, I'm in a good place, I'm looking forward to the sweet release of death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'll one day. No, I'm genuinely, yeah, I'm in a happy, fairly happy, good place. Um, I'm getting somewhere with my comedy. Yeah, you yeah. did a competition recently, if I'm not... Uh, I did. How did that go? Really good. Um, so this is Pet Fringe. So there's a place called Petworth <laughs> down now. I can't. It's hard to describe where it is. I I think it's a bit like um, you know, it's hidden by certain mists, and you have to go through uh, under a bridge, and like <laughs> you have to, you know, tell a troll of three riddles or something. You have to, work, you know, it's one of those places. Yeah. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Anywhere off there, it's like forty minutes off the M4, all on A roads, um, and. Fuck me, it is a rich place. It, oh, really? Yeah, it's rich. It's rich, rich, rich. I think, you know, when the far right eventually wins again and we have to fight them. What do you mean eventually? <laughs> in, in like three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> By the time this episode's done. Lyoria. It's a game that I've devised in which Sarah, as my co-host with the Mo host, has prepared five facts about herself. Now, any number of these can be false. Yes. Uh, you will rattle off the five facts. Right. I will use one question each to determine what is the truth and what is the, the false. Right. That that was worded falsehood. terribly. The falsehood. <laughs> it's Monday. The downright goddamn lie. <laughs> Which one is it? <laughs> so, if you're ready, Sarah Bridgman. I am so hit ready. Hit me with your first fact. My first fact is, I'm Welsh, but I'm half French on my mother's side. Okay. All right. Fact number two. I love getting messages from ruffians asking me when the next rough as is. <laughs> I'm just... Love of, it. Instead of writing anything, <laughs> I'm just going to write false for number two. <laughs> number three. I lost a stone and a half just by sorting out my bedroom clothes process. <laughs> okay. my bedroom clothes my bedroom like clothes in my bedroom not, I mean. not like your <laughs> bedroom clothes my bedroom clothes stone no. and a half <laughs> I'm so posh I have <laughs> bedroom clothes clothes just from my bedroom number four my mum has a grudge against Tom Jones after he stood her up 
Ooh, intrigue. Uh-huh. Just going to write Tom Jones' mum. <laughs> and your last fact. Number five. I once almost stole drag queens Trixie Mattel and Jinx Monsoon's Uber. Ooh, I yeah. actually, you wouldn't guess looking at me, massive Trixie Mattel fan. No way! <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> I love Trixie Mattel. <laughs> so, f- questions about your facts. Uh, so the first right. one being that you're Welsh, but yes. you're half French on your mum's side. Does yes. that mean that your mum is French? Yes. Okay. That was a waste of a question. <laughs> um, I even know some French. Bonjour. <laughs> okay, I'm sold. Je m'appelle Sarah. <laughs> J'habite à Swansea. Swansea est une ville de Pays de Galles. Yes. Yes. Bon. <laughs> <laughs> so, number three. Uh, mm. You lost a stone and a half yes. sorting out your gimp suits. Yes, well, what clothes? Your bedroom bedroom. clothes. My bedroom clothes. So is that simply a case of the amount of clothes that you have to shift and organise, the physical exertion of such led to you losing a stone and a half? No. Okay. Elaborate. (laughs) (laughs) Because elaborate isn't the question. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, um, right. If I tell you the whole thing, though, it'll give away the answer, whether it's true or false. bullet points. Okay, bullet points. I bought a load of hangers. And sorted out my clothes in my bedroom, and it it led directly led me to losing weight. Okay, so in the case of, I can imagine, and I'm trying to word this in not a question, so I'm sticking <laughs> to my own rules, but finding clothes that you forgot that you had and using those as a goal to work towards. Sarah's nope. just shaking her head violently. <laughs> Let's move on. So your mum was stood up by Tom Jones. Yes. Romantically? No. But she was stood up. He was meant to do this. Is back in the sixties, just before he hit the big time, and I'm um, literally as he was hitting the big time. Uh, he was in Ponty. He was meant to perform in Pontypridd or somewhere thereabouts. The M4 didn't exist. Uh, my mum and dad weren't married then, so this is a date that they were going on, and um, they drove all the way there. It took them like an hour and a half, all country roads, all mountainous roads, all up and down valleys and stuff. So it would have been a big deal. And when they got to the social club, um, they made an announcement and said that Tom Jones wasn't performing that night because he was ill. I only knew about this when he was going to be on the Voice or something. I was at my parents' house, and he was going to be. So this is only like last year or the year before. And Tom Jones was about to come on. I was like, oh, I like Tom Jones. And my mum was like, huh, him. Ugh. He's a little rubbish, he is. I don't <laughs> like to, oh, get him off my telly. I'm like, mum, what's, what's going on? And she she said the story. She said, oh, oh we wow. didn't show up for this gig back in the 60s. I'm like, way to hold a grudge, mum. Right, so I misunderstood what you were saying. Your mum and dad <laughs> were on their way to a Tom yes. Jones concert. Not that your mum and Tom Jones <laughs> were on their way to a concert. No. At which they said, oh, he's not playing. And he was like, sweet, I'm out of here. That <laughs> no, makes a lot more sense. My mum and dad, were meant to, they went on the way to the Tom Jones concert. Well, they went there. It was an arduous journey and he didn't even show up. The bastard. Right then. And the <laughs> last one, you stole Trixie Mattel. Almost. And... Uh, Jinx Monsoon. So I'm not, a, I'm not aware of Jinx Monsoon. I'm assuming what? she's another drag queen. Yes. Yes. Oh, you've got to check out Jinx Monsoon. If you like Trixie Mattel, you'll love Jinx Monsoon as well. She's brilliant. So, um, yeah, so this was, I went to see uh, the Heels from Hell tour 
with uh, Anagul a couple of years ago um, in London. And we went to the after party, which sounds really posh, but it isn't. It's just a nightclub where anyone can go. And Trixie was there. And this was, I was in the midst of my, oh my God, I love Trixie Mattel what is going on what does that say about my my sexuality because <laughs> well, Trixie Mattel is like platinum gay as well so yeah. has never even been through a vagina let alone been in one as it were sorry <laughs> you're looking quizzical there Zach. yeah but like she wasn't so she she was um born through the rooftop so she had a, oh right had that's, a yeah that's what I was thinking so she's oh, platinum right. gay yeah oh is that what platinum gay means yeah <laughs> I've never heard that before so cesarean and never have never been near a woman's yeah back to Trixie Mattel so basically after the after show had quite a few little sherries uh, a little bit drunk and we went out we were looking we'd ordered an Uber me and Anna and we got into this car uh, that we thought was our Uber (laughs) and the guy was like oh I'm sure he said something like oh you going home you girls or something like that and we were like yeah yeah if you could just take and we gave him directions and everything and then the door, both doors just open <laughs> and there stands Brian Fergus and whatever drinks monsoons man name is. But they basically, they opened the door. Like I was fully like earlier on in the night and I'd had a massive chat with Jinx and uh, in the toilet. Uh, and I'd seen Trixie Mattel from across the room and it was, and Anna was like, come and meet Trixie Mattel. I was like, no, 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 I, <laughs> I can't meet famous people. I can't yeah. meet people that I, um, that I feel like, a lot for you know i just can't do it anymore because um because <laughs> basically because of andy peters right i met andy peters in costa in swansea my friend liz was like dared me to go up and say hello to him so i had to because it was a dare and it was awful because i went up to him and was like, oh hi andy peters and he was on a date as well and he not as well but he was on a date and he was like uh, oh all right and it was nice to a point and then you know there's that point where they're not nice and they're, in, they're, they're showing you you can yeah, off yeah now you know and i hate that i'm like oh, i'd rather just not speak to them because they're, they're complete strangers to us really and um so i just i, I just cringe but and so then I'm sat there, half right, quite drunk in the taxi. Just and then they opened the door, and the taxi driver went, "Taxi for Brian," and we were like, "You!" And I was just, you know, it takes like a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa, what's going on?" I look around, and there's Trixie Mattel's face going, "Uh, get my taxi, bitch!" You know, I was like, "Oh my god!" And I just <laughs> died. I went, oh no and just got got out of the taxi scuttled uh, away scuttled away <laughs> like the little cockroach that i was and like anna was still like oh hi again how are you and like chatting away and i was like i just want to die now kill me now i'm dying of embarrassment so <laughs> yeah so that was that one so i go <laughs> i might have given away too much information in there. reverse <laughs> order that that yeah. you most definitely almost stole trixie mattel and jinx yes. monsoon's uber <laughs> yeah Taxi uh, for Brian? I'm going to say the Tom Jones story is true. It is true, yes. I'm going to say that you lost a stone and a half uh, due to sorting out your bedroom clothes. It's true. It's true. Yeah. You don't love receiving messages. I, I do not. And your mum isn't French. Correct. Oh my God, this is the first <laughs> time I've got every single one Yay, of them right. Oh, well done. I can finally put this game to bed. <laughs> Thank you.
And it's at this point in the podcast <laughs> where I hand over the ceremonial throwing <gasps> oh. cup, as it were. We have a 20-sided die. Okay. You have the, the ceremonial throwing cup, as you may be able to hear. Yeah. Uh, so all you got to do is roll the die. Whatever number it lands on, I have a corresponding question to ask you. Number five. So what have been your highlights in performing comedy? Ooh, good questions. Uh, highlights, highlights, highlights. Ooh, right. Performing at Green Man Festival. So... God, years ago now, about five years ago, uh, me and Penny Matthews got booked to, well, not as a double act, it's just we were um, booked to go on. They, they, I don't know if they still do it, but they used to have a, like a new act section. Okay. Um, and so all of us fairly new acts would go up and do 10 minutes each. And um, I was on first of that section. There were like a thousand, it was full because I think it had been raining. <laughs> so there was like a thousand people in the tent and it was amazing. I think I did well for about five of those 10 minutes. Um, yeah, I felt like I had a good response, but I'm easily pleased. So, you know, they might have hated me. Any response like, is better than no response. <laughs> yeah. And do you know what? I got a gig as a result of that gig because a woman, <laughs> a woman who was in charge of the local in Swansea, local scout group uh saw me and uh, my other friend who does the cake this sounds so middle class she does the cake tent or she did then when her son was younger and um they asked me to do announcements at the scout amazing <laughs> she said oh yes i saw sarah at green man festival so they thought i was like uh famous or something would <laughs> <laughs> like to roll for another question yeah go on then. let's do this i'm gonna go home and go oh my god there's so many more but yeah no Number 11. Ooh. <laughs> what would your dream comedy career be? <gasps> oh, what a great question. Dream comedy career. Okay. Um, we're going to pretend that I have all the skills available to do this. Um, do you know, I want to do it all. I want to have it. I love experiences. And I just feel like life is a journey. Um, we're all going to die at the end anyway. And I'd love to just have that experience of, so I'd love to like do more comedy in in rooms, you know, in, on the proper circuit. I'd love to have. Thing is, I've done my own show, so I know what that. I've done two or three of my own shows now, um, so I kind of know what that feels like. So it just sounds like you'd want yeah. to just to don't particularly exist wanna... within comedy, yeah. just to just to have it as a viable lifestyle. Yeah, I'd love to be able to live off it because then, you know, I love my day job as well. I mean, my day job, I, I teach English Maths IT. I've got a lady that I teach. I help with her self-esteem issues. I love that um side of it i'd be gutted if I, I couldn't do that i couldn't help people with, with what they need to help them anymore i would i'd hate that so yeah so it's, it's not being about um oh my god i went to live at the apollo or i went like big room that would scare me i just love being able to keep figuring it out and keep going right okay actually i'm, I'm getting a better understanding of what comedy is uh my 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 biggest ambition for myself is to be a really good comedian and be able to look at a room and go, all right, this is how I'm going to play this room. And and I can do that with emceeing a lot of the time. And yeah, and I, I just like, I just love writing comedy and, and keep performing it. And as long as I can keep doing that in whatever aspect, then happy days. So. <laughs> the quickest game we have on the Most Best podcast, uh, it is the Celebrity Birthday Game. Now, Woohoo! it is... The 24th of June, 
2019. Yes. Yes. And as we speak right now, although it's many celebrities' birthdays, I'm thinking of just one. Oh, no. You don't get to ask any questions. You only get one guess. Okay. Sarah Bridgman. What celebrity's birthday is it? Dolly Parton. It's Mindy Kaling's. Close. Yeah, very close. <laughs> Both female. <laughs> <laughs> Knock, knock. Who's there? It's Captain Chris with Captain Chris's big question. Woohoo! <laughs> so, this week, uh, Captain Chris, our offsite co host with the Mo host, yeah. uh, I, <laughs> before recording, realized that I missed his birthday party this weekend. <laughs> happy 30th birthday, Captain Chris. I love you very happy much. Birthday. <laughs> Didn't miss Mindy Kaylin's birthday. Happy birthday, birthday Chris and Mindy. <laughs> um, Captain Chris would like to know, and remember, it's his birthday, so make it a good one. What is one thing you hate doing but have to do? Oh, cleaning. Cleaning? Cleaning. And the dishes. And and putting petrol in the car. <laughs> Adulting. Adulting. Being an yeah, absolutely. Especially like oh, like putting petrol and washing your hair. <laughs> <laughs> I like clean hair, but it's like, oh, it's so boring. All the everyday boring stuff. So this is interesting that you say boring. That yeah. is a term Gemma uses all the time in regards oh. to things like, I don't want to do that. It's boring. And I always yeah. say, it's not supposed to be exciting. The, you know, it's life. The goal of it isn't excitement. But yeah. it, it's, it's interesting that you'd say it's boring as well. Yeah, especially like, right. Okay. So petrol in the car. It's the same thing every time. And I'm like, back in the day, they would have had an attendant come and put the petrol in the car for you. I'd be quite happy. I'd pay extra for that to happen because it's the process of getting out of the car, taking the bloody thing off the thing, putting the nozzle in, standing there, watching the numbers go up, watching you burn yourself some money. Sometimes I look around the forecourt and there's nothing very interesting to look at. It's <laughs> rare that you have a hot man to have a, like, a gall pat or anything. And then you have to go in the thing. You've got to go into the shop because standing outside and putting your card in, it, you, it's always windy. I don't care where your petrol station is. There will be some sort of breeze going through there. So you're stood there outside and it takes forever on the thing outside whereas you can go in queue for 10 minutes and it's still quicker and you go to go past the fucking chocolate and go <laughs> <laughs> i'm not having chocolate today and quite often failing uh and it's the it's so boring it's so that's why i leave it like go to fumes like my car is crying go please feed me <laughs> before i'm like oh you can see on, your then. car's rib cage <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> skinny car <laughs> yeah it genuinely so seems boring. like you really hate putting petrol in the car i really hate putting petrol in i really hate doing the dishes although i can like with the dishes i can i can put a podcast on or i can you know i'll put the most best po- I'll I can kid myself. I can go, okay, I hate cleaning, but hey, I'm really looking forward to listening to this podcast. So I'm going to put the podcast on while I do my cleaning. The next thing I know, it's like, oh, it's tidy. And I like the result. But you can't get this. It's just such a small, boring thing to put petrol in the car. It's just so like, <laughs> why can't this just be self-fulfilling? Why can't I just have an app that will go, I want petrol in my car now, and it just fills it up? Well, we're Invent that, that future people. <laughs> God damn it, people damn of the future. It. Yeah, do something useful. Yeah, we don't need sake. flying cars, for fuck's sake. We need self-filling cars. Flying cars are going to be, if anything, harder to put petrol in, because they're going to be <laughs> yeah. way up there. Yeah. Those, those nozzles are not going to reach. No, <laughs> they bullshit. barely reach the other side of my car, let alone high up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. what have you prepared in terms of a closing segment on this, <laughs> this thrilling installment of the Most Best Podcast? I have to admit... So this is stuff, well, when we say prepare, 
if you mean <laughs> if you mean uh mind my brain for stuff I already know, I thought we could talk about habits and goals and setting goals. <laughs> I'm already regretting it because you already look like kill me now. Only but... <laughs> because this is something that I am fucking terrible at. Really? Really re- setting well, goals. Great at setting goals, terrible at working to fulfill Ooh. them. Okay, so tell me what happens. Uh, so you'll yeah. set a goal yep. and then you're like there we are set sorted yep i've got loads of time <laughs> yep i've got time to sort <laughs> ah, that out and right. it just goes to the wayside and i set a couple of other goals which are a little bit further away mm. um and deadlines creep up on you faster yes. than you'd expect i realized yeah. uh, today yeah that next thursday i'm doing my first ever gong show and i've done no, no preparation where for to it. Which Portsmouth one? and or Plymouth. I can't remember oh, the one. Right. Okay, cool. I'll edit out um, yeah. <laughs> th- which one. So it sounds more professional, so I sound uh, like I know where I'm going. But yeah. it, it's the same. You know, I booked this good two months ago. I've got plenty of time. forgot about it. Yes. So this is my problem in terms of setting goals is okay. that I need post-it notes all over the house. Like, yeah. I, like the guy from Memento. I should just start tattooing stuff <laughs> on my torso to remember it. To be honest, this is a common thing with goal setting and um, it, habits and goal setting. It's all kind of mixed up, okay? So with goal setting, it's a process, it's a skill. Um, and there's a thing, and like anyone that's done any uh, any management training will have heard of SMART goal setting. Okay, so SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, realistic and time bound so have you made sure that your goals are within those have you heard of that before as someone who works as part of the (laughs) management structure no no i have not okay i'm going to send you a link okay this is a cool australian dude that is the best one um that i've seen online so what you do with your goal you have to make it specific which means that you've got to you can't just say for example i want to lose weight you have to say what how much weight do you want to lose and you've got to think of your why. You've got to think, why do you want to do this thing? So, for example, you know, why do you want to do the gong show? You know, you know, what's the purpose for it? Because unless you have a really strong why, when you come ac- across the, there's going to be bumps in the road. There's going to be issues like, oh, shit, I just didn't make it a priority for whatever reason. Um, but if you haven't got a strong why for that, why you want to uh, achieve that goal, then it, you just go, oh, well, I haven't achieved it. Hey ho. But if you've got a really strong purpose for it, that is what's going to make you make it a priority, make you plan for it, um, because you'll, it's important to you. Um, so you have to make it specific. You have to really think about, well, why are you doing this? If it's a, a big goal, like for example, I don't know, like for me, a big goal is always I want to lose two stone, for example. So um, a good specific it might be, right, I want to lose um, 28 pounds by Christmas because it'll make me feel better and healthier and I'll be more attractive. And I, I in my opinion, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so for all those reasons, that's my specific. Okay. I just want to point out, I'm not being rude. Um, yes. When you're talking about your weight loss journey, I'm <laughs> just submitting my order for a takeaway. <laughs> no, Please continue. Feel free. No, because it is, yeah, it's just an example really. And weight loss and uh, weight loss, I want to give it smoking. A good example is when you trying to figure out goal setting so you make it really specific you make it measurable so measurable is well when will i know i've achieved this goal so i'll know i've achieved the goal when 
I've lost the 28 pounds and I'm feeling better and happier in myself, for example. Um, and then is that achievable? Because it could be your goal might be, I don't know, I want to go to the moon, you know, and uh, you might be like, oh, okay, well, specifically, I want to go to the moon by next week uh, to meet the man in the moon and eat some cheese. <laughs> okay is it measurable yes is it achievable not with the current resources i've got <laughs> and it's at that point you know actually maybe this isn't the right goal for me so looking at the weight loss thing is it achievable well yeah between now and christmas is about six months which is 26 weeks which is a pound a week it's it's healthy weight loss by a lot of people's definition so yeah it's achievable is it realistic um yeah, within my life, you know, can I give the time to it? Can I make sure that I also have the early nights and do some exercise? Is that doable? Is it realistic within my current lifestyle? And that's where I get stuck because thanks to comedy, lots of late nights, yep. which means you have lack of sleep, which means you get tired, which means you want to eat more carby stuff. Is it time bound? So time bound is when am I going to get this done by? Right, I want to I want to get it done by Christmas. So yeah, it's it's time bound. It's proven that if your goal doesn't have a specific date in in mind, it just won't happen. So um, you know, you you just think, oh, I'm going to lose weight by some point. <laughs> you know, you've got the rest of your life really to totally. do it until like the day you see the best head in for your face. You're like, oh, I never did lose the, that weight. Boom. The thing that you know. kills you, going back to the exactly. catchphrase. It's all coming full circle. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I did think about it a little bit. So, yeah, so with your goal setting, you know, I think that if you're going to take two things away from it, it has to be make it really specific. What is it exactly you want to achieve? And, um, and your why, why is it that you want to do these things? Cause without your why, when you get a hit in the road, like, you know, dad's stressing you out and, you know, the way I, was, I relieve stress is by eating food, you know, in that moment, if I've got a really strong why, I'll go, no, Sarah, don't go for the chocolate covered donut. Uh, go for the apple instead. Or remember you, what you want to achieve and, you know, take a walk around the block to relieve stress, you know? So th those are the really important things. And I think, it, it depends on the person there's lots of people out there going fuck goals i'm just gonna live my life me personally i every year i love new year's because every year i'll sit down and go okay how has the last year been for me what do i want to achieve next year have i achieved my goals like because um last year 2018 the whole of the year was all about right this is it i've got about technically i've got like four stone to lose you know, because according to all the charts and stuff, I should be nine and a half stone according to my height. Realistically, I probably only have two stone to lose because if I get any lighter than that, I'm going to look ill. Um, <laughs> I, I, I genuinely am fairly happy enough with my weight, really. But I do want to lose like maybe two stone. So, um, you know, that is totally achievable in a year. And after a year of trying my hardest, <laughs> I basically had put on two pounds. So January this year, between Christmas and New Year this year, I'm like, well, what the fuck is going on? What is happening? And it's part of one of my training sessions talking about habits. And there is a book called, which I'll have to look up because I can never remember it, but it's like the habits of successful people or that habits to be successful so i'm just looking at oh, i have to get off airplane mode but it changed my life i read it pretty much with christmas and new year and it absolutely changed my life it's basically the the i think it's aristotle or one of them dudes that said that <laughs> we are our habits so we are what we do regularly so we think we have free will and we think we're making the choice with the chinese takeaway 
But it could just be that, you know, you have takeaways on days when you're tired. That's a habit. That could be something that you do. It just happened to do. It does tend to be something that we do. It, yeah. On days like this where yeah. we're going to full day recording late. As yes. I say, Jim's been doing DIY all day. Yeah. So it is. It's that. It's what we have. It's the comfort. We, it's the easiness of getting it done. It's easy. Let's get a takeaway. Yeah. But when actually you stop and think about it, you've had to ring to order. You've had to think about what food we're going to have. It could just be easier to go to the freezer and get out whatever you've got there or get out a load of eggs or whatever it is. So it's just whatever you got, your brain goes to. We have these neural pathways in our head that the it's almost like a record the more you do a thing and that you just naturally go to the deeper that neural pathway is so um there's no good or bad habits they're just habits they're just things that we do but like for example trying to lose weight there are going to be some habits that are not useful so the clothes thing so what happened was after reading this book i was like well after realizing that after a whole year of trying really hard to lose weight and putting on two pounds i was like right what is going on? What is happening there? Why am I not losing the weight? And one of the things was, well, I quite often will have a McDonald's breakfast. And why is that? Yeah, I like McDonald's breakfast, but it's not that tasty, really. And I think I'm being a bit quicker getting a McDonald's breakfast, but a similar thing by the time you drive in and you're waiting for your food, it's probably 10 minutes, which is just as easy and quick to make some cereal or a bowl of porridge in your house and a lot cheaper. So I stopped to think about it. I'm like, well, why am I getting McDonald's breakfast? You know, I'm, I'm fine getting up early enough in the morning. And then I realized it's because I'm messy and because my clothes are everywhere. They're not on hangers. I can't see what clothes I'm going to wear or, sorry, or what I'm going to uh, have in the morning. So I was like, right, why is that? Oh, it's because I've got, I haven't got enough hangers. So I thought, right, sort out my bedroom clothes process. <laughs> buy a shitload of hangers so i bought loads of velvet hangers and i have one rail for all my clothes the other rail is empty apart from my jackets and basically when i take off my clothes in the morning put on my clothes in the morning the empty hanger goes on the empty hanger rail and when i come to take it off at night it goes back on the hanger back on the thing and it just means i can see all my clothes i can i know exactly what i'm going to be wearing the, the floor is clear and it meant it literally meant instead of spending like 40 minutes getting ready in the morning now it takes me literally 10 so and I still get up early enough because I like to you know take time to to get come to but I that process has stayed since January and we're now in June so those neural pathways of keeping that process they're getting quite deep now so that means that is just a habit that I've formed in my life which means I'm always going to have breakfast at home I'm always going to have time to have breakfast at home now um, and that's just one of the things and I just looked at literally everything that I do in life what are my habits what are my processes what is it that I do and uh, unchanged anything that wasn't going to help me achieve my goal of losing weight well holy shit that was inspirational <laughs> as hell yeah <laughs> honestly I and love i love it. that it came full circle all the way back to my <laughs> area this has been the most is cyclical the right word yeah, there's, yeah there's, a nice, there's a nice arc to uh to all <laughs> everything we've covered in this episode of the most best podcast it's unfortunate though sarah we're gonna have to oh, cool. call it that was a, a day quick, te- quick 10 minutes oh my god oh, no. <laughs> you just broke your own cardinal rule uh, now you've got to go home and send yourself a message asking when rough as it is yeah <laughs> yeah uh, so talking about Rafa's and everything yeah. you've got going on, Sarah, where can people find more of you? More of me. Um, yeah, so we've got Rafa's. We've also got the podcast. The Rafa's podcast. podcast. Whoop, whoop. 
Thank you to Dan Morgan for editing. He's an editing genius. He's made it sound fantastic. So I'm really, thank you, Dan. You Again, may know him as last week's co-host with the Mohos. Yes. And, DKM. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Comedy Geek. Comedy Geek, podcast. of course, as well. But as you say, yeah. he has been essentially your producer on the yeah. Rafaz Comedy Podcast. Yeah, he is literally half the podcast. And he offered, again, it's another great example of paying it forward. He offered to, to do that. So really, it really is a, a Refaz podcast. It's a joint ethics. We use your logo as well. And it's only going to be half a dozen or so episodes. And it's really my um, sofa to stand up course, but in podcast form, because I, um, I was, I used to do the sofa to stand up to encourage more, more female acts more than anything. But now I think we've got lots of female acts and we've got lots of information out there. We've got the rough ads. And I think this is just where you go. If you're a brand new comedian or you're brand new and you want to give it a go and you've never done it before, listen to the podcast because that's what got all my hints and tips and how I would, it's a way to do it. It's not the only way. It's a way to get from your sofa to performing your first ever gig so that's the refaz podcast and that can be found on all good apart from acast all good <laughs> podcast A-cast. providers no i don't i went through anchor um chris Chopin recommended there's a anchor that you, you, they do it all for you basically okay. you can record your podcast on it it's not as good as this i literally just talk into my phone <laughs> then send it to dan he makes it sound amazing so like even the bits when it's just you solo yeah. that's that, that's oh me God. talking into my phone that sounds really good it sounds good doesn't it well yeah. i don't know i just think everything sounds good and See, other people I are like you had like yeah. this kind of in-home no. studio set up to do your just no. you and then record on the phone yeah when uh when i recorded <laughs> my episode of the rough house podcast yes <laughs> it's literally how uh, on the phone when we when i record that sounds awesome yes yeah no, fair play. It, it's great because it just it's more accessible it means podcasting is accessible to it you know when then you know like you're like i want to do a podcast and then you don't realize how much work it takes oh my god yeah. i pine for those days when i was like i might start a podcast when i had free time and a hairline yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) the editing it just takes forever as you know i'm just so grateful to dan for editing it but it's literally we've done just sent out number five with your beautiful voice on it thank you very much thank you um so the next one's going to be all about social media. So, you know, the, the highs and lows of social media and, and what to do as a comedian and what not to do as a comedian. You know, because like new comedians, you know, they'll do one gig and then they've got the website and the podcast and the, you know, and all the, all the in the old days used to be calling cards and yeah. get all the kits, <laughs> start getting the merch out. And you're like, mate cool it maybe you do a few gigs you know so advice like that's going to be the next oh, one excellent as you yeah. say you aim it at newer acts but um, yeah. I'm, I'm still relelatively new but i've gigged hmm. for a while i still find stuff informative on there oh brilliant it, well, it, like what what was do you think was <laughs> put, oh, you on the you put me now. on the spot now um <laughs> you recorded an episode with i can't remember the name um some handsome genius outside of costa coffee <laughs> uh episode five i think it was oh, and yeah, he was just yeah. he was really insightful so i, I really <laughs> yeah. enjoyed that one i really enjoyed that one too. it was <laughs> really good and uh surprising some of the stuff you told i was like oh my god i never knew that oh yeah really keep surprising. my cards close to my chest yeah it was a good one that um they were they've all been great um i particularly like that there was the performance one um, mainly because i chatted to esilt and alary both former co-hosts uh, with the mo hosts 
and two hours of us chatting away poor dan i'm like dan <laughs> here you go i'm so sorry uh so we, we yeah we're gonna have six i think podcasts and then one that's gonna be a best of it's gonna be like uh our outtakes and all the stuff that we didn't use we eat everybody that i interviewed is at least half an hour that we didn't have time to put in because we wanted to make sure they were quite short um so yeah oh yeah and to to finish off um <laughs> where, where else are you gonna find me i'm also gigging all over um i've got uh two gigs this week i'm, I'm gonna be in well this will be done by you know this won't be out but i'll have done the gigs by then but yeah Norton corner i'm on thursday um i'm probably gonna go i'm going to edinburgh i keep saying oh, i might go to edinburgh i know i'm going to go to edinburgh the first week probably uh, don't don't rob my house but um <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go and i'm um, just try and get spots really because i did a show last year and it was great i learned a lot but it's quite stressful so this year i thought i don't want to just chuck something together i want it to be i want to work on it i want to spend the next year working on a show Maybe. Yeah, exactly. So maybe. you've got maybe <laughs> maybe set your goals, make them achievable. Yes, make it time bound and make realistic. It. Yeah, yeah. You got to learn by your gotta own lessons. You got to know your why. You got to know your why. You got to know your why. Yeah. Uh, and if you want any more of this most best goodness, we are available on uh, all major podcast platforms, including yeah. Acast. Acast. Ah, take that, Sarah. Thank you. Uh, we are <laughs> uh, on all social medias, I believe, at Most Best Podcast. Um, yes. And all that just leaves me to say is, Sarah, thank you so much for coming back. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was brilliant again. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>